Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation. To begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello, and welcome to Living Well on A to Zen FM. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and if you so desire and are willing, I will be your empowerment agent for the next roughly hour or so. And again, thank you for joining us. Um, today's show is a pre-record, so instead of doing all the usual housekeeping and giving the numbers, I'm just going to let you know uh, if you're listening live on Friday, April the 3rd, um, you won't be able to call in. So for all those upcoming commercials that tell you to join us, I, I apologize, not a cruel joke. Um, it's just the commercials. <laughs> so, uh, And for those of you who are joining us today, as we are recording this show um, it's live, thank you, thank you, thank you for your contribution to this conversation. And for everyone who is joining us in the future for a replay, thank you for joining us and giving this contri your contribution to this conversation. And so today's topic, wow, very interesting that this one should pop for this time of year. We are talking about consciousness rising out of the ashes of our story. So what is it about our story that is so addictive? And are we actually required to repeat and recreate our past, the past of our ancestors? Is it necessary that we remember and or never forget? So does that allow us to be present with our awareness? And does that truly create for the future? And what is the gift of our story that could change everything and set us free from it? Yeah, lots of energies around that. <laughs> so, where do we want to start? You know, there is, and, and Lily is going to add a contribution as well today. Thank you, darling. There's a lot of stuff around our story. Our story is pretty big. The history of us includes a lot of stories, a lot of, hmm, what do we call that? A lot of wow, I guess we could call it drama and trauma. It's what it often gets turned into. And as I was asking what the show wanted to talk about this week, this topic, came, when it came up, um, I was a little bit surprised. And again, as I sat with it, I kind of wasn't really surprised. Uh, part of what I've been noticing in the air, as it were, <laughs> is uh, this this energy, this kind of heaviness that occurs um, that I do notice occurring around this time of year as some of the rituals and rite passage and stories are being uh, played out. And and with what's going on with the energies around the world and in our you know solar system, uh, it's very interesting um, that story, the topic of our story, would come up. And so... If the story is is fine, if you're if you're really cool with the story and you're having nothing like this going on, this may not be a conversation for you today. Um, but I sense, sorry, and there's no but, and what I also sense is that there are a number of us who maybe when this type of thing occurs, 
we're kind of wondering, is something wrong with me? Because I'm not really feeling the story like so many people are. Um, Whatever story that is, whether that's the story of your culture, your family, your relationship, your... Um, your faith, you, you know, um, the the particular practice that you're adhering to at this particular moment. If you're not really finding the uh, a, an ease in that right now, perhaps this is the conversation, and perhaps you were the folks that um, this show wanted to be speaking to today. And part of the energy of this that I really get is how much of our lives we create from our story. And there has been some really cool conversations on the shows this week on AdaZen.fm. If you haven't heard them, uh, you can certainly go into the archives, the shows, and see what topics pop for you. Um, but one in particular, I got to play with Miss Cara Wright, our show Magic in Motion. Love her. And um, she was talking about, are you in your universe or someone else's? And and as we were talking, I had already gotten a topic for this week, and so I was kind of playing with how does this sort of tie into or, or complement what this topic is. You know, how many of us go into other people's universes so quickly, and we're in their story when they're living in their story and from their story? And how many of us are in that story before we even blink, and we're perceiving the intensity of the the heaviness that is being created in and around someone else's story and and we come away from it kind of feeling slimed in some cases (laughs) i don't know if anybody else has ever experienced that i have so perhaps i'm only talking to myself in this 10 seconds and how does it get even better than that so what is the story we have the story of creation we have the story of our uh gosh, our lives. And and how many lives have we had a story that we've created our lives from? And that that's like the only thing we would we were willing to allow ourselves to play with in particular time. So everything this is bringing up, all the projections, expectations, separations, rejections, conclusions, computations, judgments, decisions about stories, how awful they are, how fabulous they are, you're supposed to have them, you're not supposed to have them, what they give us, what they take away. Oh my goodness, we just let go of all of that before we go any further (laughs) and create some space, some space. Where are we in this 10 seconds, each of us? Yeah. There we are. And here's Lily. So when we're being who and what and how we truly be, what else is possible beyond the story? And what has the story got for us? What has the story got to give us that if we would choose to take or choose to receive, we could create something even greater? So one of the the popular stories, I grew up, uh, I'm, I'm in the United States, and I grew up uh, in the, in being raised in the, in the Christian church, and I, even as a kid, it was really tough for me, this, this story that's really big in our spring season. Even as a kid, it was really difficult for me to follow the story of Easter, and that's a really popular story, and I'm only going to reference it. <clears throat> as information, so I'm not asking anyone 
to uh, change their story, right, this skin. For me, however, the story of Easter <clears throat> was always really difficult. Not so much from the actual story itself, although that was pretty confusing, I have to tell you, <laughs> when I was a kid. It was really more from what I was watching and perceiving all of the people around me through and everything that came up for them that was going on in their universes at this time of year. There was all of this, I have to do this, I'm supposed to do this, I'm obligated to do this because this is time of year and this is what we have to do. So growing up, it was it was really interesting uh, to watch what took place throughout the stories around each of the annual celebrations in the year. Same thing, you know, with Christmas. Same thing with um, the, the the many... Uh, markings of the annual cycle in the in that particular faith. And and so I I just always kind of after the first few times of of hearing about all of the agony and the torture and the horribleness I, I kind of found myself and pardon me if it, this is sounding irreverent to anyone but at some point I just kind of went, you know, okay, we've heard this, we've done this how many times now, you know, what else have you got? What, bring some more stuff to this party, please. And and to a child, to me as a child, I didn't have the significance that so many of the adults around me had on this topic, on this story, and and really on any story that was recreated throughout the year. And so I, it as you can imagine, I kind of felt like the odd one out. And um and I never really knew what this say to people, you know, I never really knew how to be because it was very challenging for me to be with the energy or the intensity of that energy around what other people were making so significant in their universes about the story. So flash forward, um, I'm I'm a, I'm now an adult <laughs> for time traveling, and I'm I'm sitting in another congregation and I'm listening on a particular Easter Sunday service um, to this amazing woman. Her name is Karen Tudor, and um, she brought a completely new and different question to the story of Easter, and it was the most amazing service that I had attended. And she was so present and and so available to the energy of what the story of Easter was for all of the people in this congregation on that particular day. And she still chose to to question into what else is possible. And she didn't use those words, but this was the energy she was being. What else is possible for us to receive from this story? She did not talk about the pain and the agony and the horror and the torture and the cruelty. She spoke of choice. She spoke of courage and tenacity. And she spoke of being greater than what was playing out in the story. I have such gratitude for this woman. It was the first time that I came away from this story and from this service with a completely different understanding and application, and not really understanding it, more of a completely different awareness and application of what was being offered to me through this story and the celebration that was possible 
to be having. And when I got the topic this week, um, one of the things that flashed back or, or came up in my universe was sitting in that service, listening to Karen Tudor, and being so amazed and being so inspired with her version of asking the question, what else is possible? And I just smiled. It just sort of opened the door for me that before I even had the tools I have today, that I could not have to choose. I I could choose beyond what everyone else's version of our story was for them. And I could have my awareness of the story. And I could even choose not to let the story be significant, but rather what the energy or the essence of the story was offering for me to take and go beyond and create greater for me, as me, through me. Wow. How many of us have been doing that? How many of us have been trying to manipulate ourselves, effort ourselves, force ourselves to keep a story fixed and permanently embedded in our lives, in our bodies? Yeah. Everywhere. You you may be doing that, or you may be realizing you've done that. Everywhere we are, have chosen it. Everywhere we've made it the law. Everywhere we made it essential, and everywhere we have applied it and identified it as who we be, and how we must therefore be. Could we destroy and uncreate all of this? Yeah. Thank you. And how much space can we now? How much more space can we be now? Yeah. So we have whew, we have some interesting points uh, coming up, and we're just about to go into a break. So I would like to play with the question. Uh, I just invite you to play with this question over the break. <clears throat> if there were never any story to be told, who would you be? Yeah. Let's just be with that as we go to the break. You're listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm, and we will be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again on this next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. And, wow, we are talking about story. And the question we posed before we went to break was, if there was never any story to be told, who would you be? Wow. That sort of cracks open the universe for a lot of us, doesn't it? <laughs> And one of the awarenesses I had um, playing with this question is everything we come to leave our lives through, on on this planet anyway, is a story. Everything is story. And and ask that for yourself. Is that light or heavy for you? Does that feel true for you? Does it not feel true for you? Do you have a different awareness? If so, fantastic. And if you're in the chat room, type that in and we'll play with that. And if that's lighter, then perhaps that is true. What is your awareness? What do you know? Part of what I'm looking at is how everything I've ever known, every bit of information that's been relayed to me has typically been relayed through a story. And throughout our history, story has been the primary tool through which education has been done. Stories have been passed down to preserve tradition and ritual and remember the those who came before us, as it were. It's typically done a story. And even the early theater, um, some of you might have heard of morality plays. You know, they were stories set as plays to let people have a demonstration and an example of this is the law, this is what you're supposed to do, this is how you're supposed to behave. It was all displayed and presented um, as a production and through a story. And so who would we be without our story? And that takes me to looking at what is the gift of the story? Um, in some of the work I've played with over over my lifetime, um, one of the first things that I recall hearing about was from Carolyn Meese. 
And I remember her phrase, your biology is your biography. And I thought, at the time, it was really profound. And um, it's... I, for me, there was a there was some lightness to that. I I began to look at oh wow, look at how I have carried the story of my family in my body, and it was a there was some fabulous awareness in that, and and I thoroughly enjoy the body of work that Carolyn has created and all of her work with archetypal um, energies as well. It, it was amazing, and I began to really have awareness of the story that I was participating in, the story that was playing out. Um, and then I heard uh, Ian LaVenza, who I believe she still says, tell your story. Tell your story. And at, at the point in my life where that came into my universe, um, it was a, a fabulous exercise. And it really, for me, it invited me to get more acquainted with, uh, really get more honest with myself rather than acquainted, really get more honest with myself about my story. And then the lovely Eckhart Tolle, who uh, invites us to be the observer of our story and, and ask the question, is it necessary that we be in the story? And so each of these lovely beings is inviting us, for, for me, was inviting me to have a look at my story, have, have an awareness of my story, and really be honest with me about my story. And then um, I came across the amazing body of work of Access Consciousness. And for me, um, what Access Consciousness did and does is it kind of took all of these questions into a whole new arena of my knowing. And if anyone has not heard us talk about access consciousness yet on any of the shows, it is a body of work founded by Gary Douglas and is currently co-created by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. And you can go to accessconsciousness.com if you want to find out information about the work and the classes and the amazing facilitators um, and the different possibilities of playing with access. And one of the first things that we do in access consciousness, like the very first class you take is um, – of the core classes, I should say, is called the bars. And it is, you, you might have heard the, the commercial, um, we like to play our beautiful Cass um, talking about the bars on many of our commercials, and uh, Cass Thomas, who is also a, a host here on AtoZen.fm. Um, the bars is a, a process that um, you are essentially running these bars, it's 32 points on the head, and there is a process by which you run these different points, and it takes anywhere from 30 minutes for most kids to an hour or an hour and a half for many of the adults, and because um, kids are quite as invested in their story as adults are, <laughs> um, which is always kind of interesting to me. Um, but having bars, having your bars run, um, it it allows all of the stuckness, and for some of us, we might have to run our bars like 500,000 times in a year because um, we have a lot of stuckness, but what the bars does is it begins to work energetically with all of those areas of stuckness that we have actually solidified into our lives, into our believing, 
into our thinking um, so that we can actually begin to have more space. And we talk about space quite a bit uh, in the work of Access Consciousness, um, talking about the space we be, the space between the molecules, the consciousness of us. We are the energy, space, and consciousness. So with that, relative to having a story and relative to having a look at Everything so far that that I see as our what we create here is really based in story, and we create story out of what happens and out of the you know our lifetime we we create a story or we add to the stories that are already existing and what if none of that was actually who you truly be? Yeah. For some of us, that might be an entirely new question that you've never heard before. For others of us, that could be like totally new. So what if the story was a tool? What if the story is a reference? And so how many stories are in your awareness in this moment? that might be running, that might be uh, what you're using to run your life. And if you're using story to run your life, are you actually able to create anything? Yeah. And there is the story of us, you know, our collective history, and then there is the story that we create in and as our lives, as our identity in many cases, and for everything that you've been choosing and using with all of that, would you be willing to let that go and and be curious, who am I? Who might I be without my stories or beyond my stories? Yeah. Yeah. How awesome is that? There you are. Here I am. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and what if it did not have to be difficult and cruel and horrible and awful? And here's what's really intriguing to me also. Is we have all of these stories and what is presented to us so often, um, at least, well, I'll speak for me, as I was growing up, what was so often presented to me was we're we're presenting this story to you as a lesson to show you how to be better and how to do better and how to have better and how to blah, blah, better. Okay. The irony for me was, so you've just said you're doing this blah, blah, blah for better. And yet you're telling me all of these awful stories. Now, mind you, I was a child for much of these storytelling adventures. So for me, what was being delivered to me was simply not true. Somewhere in my knowing, I knew like I knew like I knew the story being told to me were not, the way they were being delivered to me was not what I was quote unquote supposed to be taking from the story. 
How many of us sit in groups or in our families at whatever events we might be attending and have this information delivered to us in such a way that we are supposed to take what someone else's lesson is from those stories and it simply does not resonate for us. It simply does not. So I'm going to ask you to let that be a flag. All of those points in your life that you have been handed or delivered or force-fed in some cases, these stories, and it simply did not apply for you. And everywhere you made yourself wrong because what this other person's story meant to them did not mean to you, could you please let go of that? Could you please destroy and uncreate everywhere you made yourself wrong and then created you as a wrongness from that moment on? Please, what else is possible? And what do you know What is it that occurs when people are delivering the story? What is it that occurs when you are watching the story unfold that is what you know? What if you let the story speak to you? Yeah. So we have another break coming up. And that's the question I would like for you to play with in this break. What if you allow the story to speak to you through the essence of the story? Not what anyone is telling you you should interpret it as. That. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Living Well on A to Zen FM. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call 
in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm. Or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome forward to the next segment of Living Well on A10.fm. And I am your host, Keisha Clark. And wow, I am just having all kinds of huge awareness and gratitude for everyone who's playing, creating this amazing conversation today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all of you who are creating it from the future and into the future with all of us who are here in this moment, thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to ask the questions around our story. Yeah. Wow. And so we were playing with allowing the story to speak to you, each of us individually, for what applies to us and our life and our living and our reality in the moment the story arrives to us. And what if that was completely okay? What if you never required yourself to take significance from anyone else's meaning, definition, judgment, conclusion, requirement, demand about any story that has ever existed? What if you did not have to make that yours? And what if everywhere you have chosen to do that, you could now choose to let it go? And then ask the question, what is true for me? So what is true for you? What story brings you awareness? In the write-up for the show... I pose the question, what is the gift of our story that could change everything and set us free from it? And for me, part of the awareness is awareness. <laughs> it is awareness. Awareness is the gift for me. Awareness allows me to make a choice. Yes. As outrageously awesome Alan says, OMG, it's just a choice. No need to keep clearing it. Just choose to create beyond the stories we've been buying into. Absolutely, Alan. Absolutely. And uh, it was a fantastic show with Malika. Oop, I can't remember her last name at the moment. <laughs> she is another fantastic host on A to Zen. And she was having a conversation with Susan Lazar Hart, who is a fantastic facilitator with Access Consciousness and also um, the Specialties class Right Relationship for You. And Melita asked a question on her show, and Susan had the greatest reply. And she said, because Melita was asking about, could we clear this, something around this, with her particular question. And Susan said, well, no, not really. And Melita was like, well, what do you mean? Could you talk some more about that? And Susan asked the question, well, can you really clear something that isn't true? Can you really clear something that isn't true for you? So if it's someone else's lie that you've bought or someone else's interpretation or someone else's version, 
and you've taken it on and tried to make it real for you, and then you have the awareness, oh, wait a minute, this isn't true for me. Can you really clear that? Or can you choose to simply destroy and uncreate everywhere you bought it? Everywhere you bought it. Yeah. And we have some really potent stories. We have some really potent, um, wow, themes that occur in our stories and throughout our stories. And and yes, stories, believe, are this wealth of possibilities, of ways for us to receive information. And that is really the point for me now as I go forward with the awareness I'm having in my life. The story is information. And however it comes to me, whatever story it comes through, I'm asking, okay, beyond the story of this, what information is in here that is relevant for me? What have I been asking for that this story is bringing me the awareness of, the information for? And if I choose to be present with that, do I need to be stuck with making any of it significant? Or could I simply acknowledge, wow, information I never got before. I never saw it that way before. I never received it that way before. I never, it never rang, resonated in my universe quite like it's doing in this moment. Wow, thank you, universe, this story. And even if it's a story you've heard 500,000 times, how many times had I heard the story of Easter? before the day I was sitting in that service with Karen Tudor. And that day, that moment, all of the elements came together and I was willing to be open to something new. And what if that's all that's required is we are willing? What if we are willing? That's what we talk about on this show. What would it be like to be living in and as and from the willingness to embody abundant living? Or do we choose to continue working to enforce alignment of a lie? And I'm not using the word lie as a horrible, awful thing. I'm simply using the word lie to, re- to represent what is not true for you, for me, for any of us. Yeah. So what if you could play with the stories? And what if you could use the stories to your advantage? (laughs) And there's quite a bit of energy around that. (laughs) Because we all know it would be awful if you used stories to your advantage, even though they've been used to the advantage of many, many, oh my gosh, individuals, organizations, cults, groups, foundations, corporations for how many thousands of years? So what if you allowed the stories to work for you in a completely different way ever imagined possible? What if you allowed the stories to bring you insight, to bring you more awareness of what energy is required in each moment to create greater, to receive greater? What would that be like? (laughs) 
and everywhere you have been unwilling and everywhere you have been trying to convince yourself it would be wrong to allow the story to work for you, to allow yourself to use the stories to your advantage. Would you be willing to destroy and create all of that? Thank you. And some of you, some of us, I'll include myself, because, yeah, there's been some stories I have not been willing to use it to my advantage. And what comes up immediately for most of us is, oh, that means you're going to use the story to make money. So you're going to whore the story. Ooh, yeah, quite a bit of energy on that. And how many of us are already whoring our story? Unconsciously. Yeah, quite a bit of that going on. So let's just call it like it is, shall we? So everywhere you've been more willing to whore the story rather than be empowered and let it really work for you and receive the gift of it, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all of this? Yeah. And how much space can we be in this moment? Yes. <laughs> and we have an, a comment from Alan in the chat room. Yes, Alan, you are a whore of consciousness. <laughs> and you are a splendidly lovely, delicious whore of consciousness. Thank you for being the whore you truly be. And what if there was no wrongness? Whore means basically to receive judgment. And many of us have been not willing to receive judgment for money. Because we have so many stories in place to example to us how wrong that is. Wow. Did not see that part showing up in the conversation. <laughs> Who knew we were talking about consciousness rising and whoring our story? <laughs> you never know where it's going to go. And that's part of what I love about following the energy, which how free are we to do that when we're simply adhering to the story rather than allowing the story to work for us, rather than allowing the story to gift us in order that we may create greater, in order that we may be greater, in order that we may receive greater, however it looks. And there's another part in this story conversation that uh, kind of showed up in my awareness is um, I think it was Lori Larson was talking about uh, guilt this week, guilt and parenting, another beautiful show, another beautiful conversation. And <clears throat> and where that kind of tied in for me was how often do we use our story to keep us distracted um, from who we truly are? And in the conversation about parenting, um, there was all kinds of stuff around guilt about, you know, you weren't a good parent, you weren't the right parent, you weren't the best parent, you didn't provide, you didn't blah, 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 or you, you weren't, like, the totally nicest parent in the whole wide world. Or you might have, like, had a moment where you thought uh, an ugly thought about your child, and heaven forbid we do that, right? <laughs> and part of what I got a sense of was with regard to having being in our story was how often do we create the drama of the story as what's real and true and thereby we fix it into our life into our body when you talk about the word remembering uh, we have a lot of remember and never forget and truly for me having uh, relatives who have been involved in 
world wars and uh, what we call often is referred to as tragic circumstances. Yes, I I desire to honor those those beings and honor the choices they made. And here's a question that was posed to me as I was sitting with the energy of today's conversation. What is truly honoring of those who have chosen to, I don't want to say the word sacrifice. For me, the word sacrifice is really more connected to a victim energy or a powerlessness energy. And part of what I see as the choices of my ancestors in particular, I see the empowerment, the the possibilities of empowerment that were created from the choices they made. And so, so what is truly honoring of the choices that have been made by those who came before us? Do we honor them by never forgetting from the energy of, oh my God, this horrible thing happened to them. Oh, how they had to suffer. Oh, how it was awful. Or does, or do we honor them with, wow, the choice they made. The choice they made beyond all of the things that appeared to be odds being against them. The choice they made was to keep going. For whatever reasons they had, which are none of my business, they chose to keep going. And what does that signal to me? What if I could choose to keep going? Do I keep going in the same way that my ancestors did? Not necessarily. It doesn't look exactly like it did in their case. They were doing a different time, a different space, a different reality. So in my time, in my space, in my reality, what am I choosing? And what does keep going look like to me? And what does keep choosing look like for me? And what does it look like for you? Every time we are remembering from the space of, oh my gosh, it was so awful, what is your awareness of what that's doing to your body? If you are remembering, if you are bringing it into member or the membrane of your tissue, how fixed are you creating that story? And how much fluidity can you be living in if you have fixed your body with so many rememberings, so many times? Yeah, that's kind of heavy. And if it's not heavy for you, wrongness there. If it is heavy for you, you could choose to destroy and uncreate everywhere you've chosen that before. So one of the points I would like to make is the nature of the energy from which we are functioning. The nature of the energy that we are functioning as and the nature of the energy from which we are choosing sort of sets the pitch for what is possible. So if we could be asking questions around the stories of our lives, whatever those stories are, whenever you have an awareness, oh, I'm in a story, or oh, this is my story, what if in those moments you could simply ask a question? What is it? that I know? What what is true for me in this moment? What is the contribution this story 
is to my life, my living, and my reality that I've never been willing to acknowledge? And where am I trying to make this real and true for me? And another great one from Alan. Yes, universe, show me everywhere I'm functioning from story. If any of you have heard uh, Tamara Yonker's amazing fun story about sitting in a class with Gary Douglas for four days being called a liar by Gary Douglas, which if, if any of you haven't met Gary Douglas, let me just tell you, that's a pretty intense thing to be experiencing. And finally, on the fourth day, she shares that she finally asked the question, what is it going to take for me to know everywhere I'm functioning from the lie? I'm kind, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little. You'll have to hear her story. But essentially, she she chose to then ask. And what if that is all that is required? All that is required for us to change something is to ask a question. And if you're already doing that, awesome. How does it get even better? And if you're not doing that, awesome. How does it get even better? What if you could ask a question? And if you're asking questions, what if you could ask one more? Yeah. And what if you could ask one more? And what if you could choose again? So many of us, as all of these stories are presented to us, (laughs) I believe part of what we um, take from that or what we sort of get into the conclusion of is, oh, well, I have to make a choice and I have to stick with that choice. And what if that's not true? What if that is not how creation happens? What if that is not truly honoring you? What if every single day you have the possibility of more choice, more question, more choice, more possibility, more contribution? Would you be willing to ask the question? Would you be willing to ask a question around the stories that you have made real and true? Everywhere you're finding yourself constricted, conflicted, stressing, frustrated, fatigued, with regard to any of your stories, let me offer you this question. Where is the lie in the way you are trying to make this story real and true for you? that is creating the conflict, the confusion, the awkwardness, the awfulness, the discomfort, the pain, the intensity, the dis-ease, the insanity. And what if you could choose to let go of the lie or your perceived need to prove it or prove that it's right for you, when what is real and true for you is right here, right now. The space of you, the space we be, the energy we be. And what are you willing to create as your story now? The story of empowerment, the story of question, the story of limitless possibility. You can call it a story. You don't have to make it fixed. It could simply be an expanding energy, an ever-unfolding, never-ending you that you already be, that no story and no interpretation and no obligation to it could ever truly limit or diminish or define or destroy.
Can you truly be destroyed? Can you truly be diminished? Can you truly be made to be less than what you are? And will you choose to rise into that? Rise up into your knowing. Beyond the limitation. Beyond the distraction. Beyond all of the reasons and justifications that you shouldn't or can't. What if you allowed the ashes of your story to simply fall away? What if you are the phoenix? What if you are the Christ of your story? What if you are the hero of your life? Would you be willing to choose it? Yeah. Be willing to embody that greatness, that much. Yeah, there is an intensity there. And there is also a freedom a freedom. And what if the gift of the story? Your awareness is your freedom. The awareness that nothing outside of you can ever be greater than you are. So for the coming week and the coming days and the coming months, what if you are more than your story? What if you are greater than you have ever allowed yourself to even believe possible? And what do you know? And what gift is each story bringing you to empower you to know that you know and you are amazing? Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total...